Hey guys, welcome back to Movie Buffs, a podcast where we talk about everything uh, TV and cinema in Kenya and beyond. What's up everybody? Welcome back. We're so, so excited to have you and we have a great episode in store for you today. So it's our first Rewind Down, so it's Rewind Down. Um, and in our Rewind Down episodes, we're going to be talking about one particular episode of television and breaking it down for you. We're going to talk about everything from the plot, the characters, um, the cinematography, the music, um, pretty much every element that goes into making a TV show. Um, and we're going to be talking about, you know, how well it was executed, what we thought, what we think of the episode. And and then what sort of the overarching idea of the episode really is. So yeah, super excited. And of course, we can't have a rewind down without some wine. Pour us up, babe. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, of course, this is white wine. Has to be. Will and I are real wine connoisseurs, or we like to think of ourselves as wine connoisseurs. Um, really, any kind of event that has to do with like wine, any kind of like wine appreciation, be sending those things our way because we just were real winos. Will, why don't you tell us about the, the bottle we got today? Um, this is Kullenberg. This is Kullenberg um, <laughs> from South Africa, Kullenberg Cape Whites. And I think it's a, yeah, it just says Cape White. I don't know what that yeah, means. Yeah, we don't know what that means. Yeah. But hey, it's white, it's crisp. I enjoy a South African white wine. You know, it's it's usually really refreshing. You know, this looks like it's a, a light-bodied wine based on the color. Tap into the skills. Um, yeah, we sh we aren't sponsored by Kullenberg, but we should be sponsored by somebody. So if you if you are an um, if you have any kind of brand, it can be alcohol, it could be snacks. Listen, anything goes with movies and TV. So hit us up. We are available. You can have your product right here. You know what I'm saying? on full display so hit us up <laughs> hit us up guys yeah all right well cheers cheers let's cheers it's a good idea and cheers to you hopefully you're drinking at home mm, that's the stuff that is the stuff it's my favorite wine right now yeah it's delicious yeah all right well as we said today we're doing the rewind down so um what we're talking about today is one of our favorite tv shows yeah atlanta and we're going to be talking about the last episode of the series which yeah. just aired a, a few weeks ago mm -hmm. and yeah so it was season four um last episode of season four and yeah so um basically in this episode just to recap it a little bit um last episode of the series um it was basically just meant to wrap up the show. Yeah. So, um, you know, we have our characters, uh, main characters in the show. We have uh, Ern, Al, uh, Van, and mm -hmm. Darius. And those are the four main characters of the show. So this episode basically um, follows all of them. And um, it mostly follows Darius. So the episode is basically a Darius episode and then the other characters are just kind of kind of in the background, you know what I mean? Yeah, more on that later. <laughs> yeah, more a lot more on that later. But um yeah, so uh the premise of the episode is Darius is basically he's he's going for a, a sensory deprivation tank session. Yeah. So he's going to the sensory deprivation tank and um the whole episode is him just like on his way there and you know running some errands, doing a few things. And the episode has like a few really good twists. Yeah. And it's crazy. And meanwhile, um, Al, Ern, and uh, Van are at a black sushi restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. And they're basically just at the restaurant um, 
trying to get some food. It's like a black owned sushi place, which is like a crazy like joke that they're doing. I don't <laughs> know. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. it's um, it it might be based on like some real thing that was like super hyped around, like you know, like Atlanta. They typically like paradise things that happen in popular culture that are you know like highly spoken about within the black the black community. And I think that was like a thing. Like there was a black sushi restaurant, and I think people went, and it wasn't that good. I think that's based on a real thing, right. but I'm not confident on that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. So basically, they're they're at this black sushi restaurant, yeah. and they're trying the food. It's not a good experience. Food's super whack. <laughs> It's like, whack. yeah, there's yeah. corn in the rice yeah. and like all this stuff. Literally. And then the the restaurant is kind of modeled like a, a gas station store. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. a convenience store. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, so there's a Popeye's across the street and they, they keep wanting to go to the Popeye's. But mm -hmm. Ern keeps trying to like tell them like, no, nah, we should stay here. Yeah. 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 And that's all they do until they see until, Dar yeah. Darius later on in the episode. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's basically what the episode was in a nutshell. So why don't we get into our deeper dive? So as I mentioned earlier, we're going to be breaking this down into different categories. We're going to be talking about the characters. We're going to be talking about the writing. We're going to be talking about the music. We're going to be talking about the cinematography. And then finally, we're going to talk about the overall message of the episode. So I think we should probably just dive in with characters. I feel like that's the most, um, you know, juicy part of it, right? Because obviously yeah. we've been following, following these characters now for four seasons over the course of like, what, six years? Yeah. And I think, you know, not many shows do a really good shows that do have a time jump, right? Or even shows that are on hiatus for a while, which Atlanta was in between seasons two and three. I think it was what, like two years or something like that. Yeah. Um, I think Atlanta did a really good job of um, like making the story feel cohesive and feel like it, it paid homage to the time, you know, because even some of the references made in season three and four are like super old, like the whole Popeye thing with the Popeye chicken sandwich. Like you yeah. can tell like they shot this like a, a while back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when that was more relevant. But yeah, they do a good job of dealing with the passage of time, both within the Atlanta universe and within like our, as the audience, our reality, our universe. Yeah. And so, yeah, so we've seen these characters through a really wide span of time in their lives. Um, I assume that Ern, Van, and the whole gang were, you know, somewhere in their 20s, probably like mid to late 20s, whatever, something like that. So we've seen them, you know, struggling artists. We talked about this in our previous episodes. Make sure you listen. Um, so yeah, so we've seen them for a, a, a good amount of chunk of their lives and we've really seen them grow. And I thought that um, the choice of the finale to have Darius be the one who's essentially like telling our story because as, as Will basically said, the episode is just seeing like a day, us pretty much seeing a day in Darius's life. Like I think Darius's life is that weird. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and like that's, he's like, he's the A plot of the, of the episode. Yeah. And I thought, you know, I was thinking a lot about um, that particular decision, right? And I did some research and I was reading about what um, Hiro Murai, who was the director and um, a co-executive producer on the show, talking about why they made that choice. And I believe he told um, Vanity Fair or one of those, whatever. Um, he was talking about how like Darius more so than any other character really felt like he belonged in the Atlanta world. Every other character that we follow, Ern, Al, Van, even some of the side characters, you see them at conflict with, with their reality. And Darius has always been the one who always fully embraced it. You know, like weird shit would happen and like Ern's freaking out, like Al's having a hard time, but Darius is the one that feels the most constant, yeah. right? Like he he's very much, he's almost like the foundation of this 
this world like he's kind of our introduction into what this space really is and he holds that the entire show so while mm -hmm. you know al you know becomes paper boy you know platinum artist right and and earn becomes this really respected manager and and respected guy in the industry van we gonna talk about van another day because i have a lot of things to say about van van's over here but you know every every character they had but even van right like she had her own kind of arc right finding a way to to make things work with earn and to and to have her family and to be brave and all these things mm -hmm. um but darius is the one who stays the same pretty much the entire time right like season one darius and where we leave darius they're pretty much the same person. So I think that was an interesting, he was an interesting choice, but a smart one, because I think there's something that feels very Atlanta about Darius. And one thing I want to ask you, because you actually lived in Atlanta, do you feel like um, Darius as a character is somebody that you, you know, might've like shared spaces with when you lived in Atlanta, or like, does he feel <laughs> recognizable to you since you actually lived in the city that this show pays homage to? Well, I'd say, I think purposefully Darius is, is written to just be kind of like that out there type of person. Right. You know what I mean? Like, um, I feel like you can find a Darius anywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So just like, like li literally just what you were saying, like he's like the, the gateway to the world, like that the yeah. show is based in. Like, yeah, um, it's definitely someone you could, you would, you would find in Atlanta, but like what makes it more like Atlanta, I think in my opinion is um al paperboy and, yeah. and earn there those two like represent like to me like more of what like people there are like you know what i mean like mm -hmm. darius is kind of like an outlier kind of right. person you know what i mean like yeah you bring up an interesting point so i think that there's there's atlanta the city and then atlanta the universe mm. and i think that while atlanta the universe definitely like calls upon a lot of atlanta culture as we have talked about you've told me obviously like off the record from your own experiences but i think um atlanta the universe is obviously like i think we're always kind of in this semi-dream state in atlanta right like we're always kind of like you know reality is bended you know it's very yeah, dreamlike stuff happens yeah. and so i feel like if we are describing atlanta as that kind of like like hood like hide nigga dream type of like space then i feel like okay like that's darius right like darius that's what darius embodies but i totally agree with you where like you can find a darius anywhere and mm. also like i think the storyline of of and the story and the development of urn and paperboy like those to me feel like they're real people i almost feel like darius is emblematic of the world that we're in and so that's why i think it really worked that they chose him yeah. to send off the show it felt um i was reading again a bunch of different articles that like donald was talking about the show and, and hero as well and they both kind of they both had said that like you know they wanted they wanted this last episode and these last couple of episodes but definitely this one in particular to feel like og atlanta like obviously like season three and four were super different like season three we barely saw the core three, you know what I'm saying? Or yeah. the core four. We had all those episodes with like different people, you know, who weren't even in, had no connection or, re, um, or relation to our main characters. So they were definitely like in their experimental phase. I feel like TV shows, you know, season one, you're cautious right like you're just trying to get picked up. You're just trying to make this thing happen. Season two, you're a little bit more bold, but you're definitely still in like a <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I think that that's what Atlanta really was. You're also trying to establish a world. And so I think um, like season one and two were like, were like very like quintessential Atlanta, like the episodes, the story arcs, like all that stuff. But they definitely got experimental in these last seasons and they, and they wanted to, to this episode to feel like, you know, this was like the, 
this is like the send off and it feels like familiar and i felt like this episode like just through like the characters just like felt familiar like the situations they got into felt familiar like i wasn't surprised that yeah. darius was like going to a sensory deprivation tank it's very on brand you know what i mean mm -hmm. even like i felt like even just them like going to like the sushi restaurant like it felt like even earn having the position of like hey like it's black owned like we should support our people al being like fuck this van kind of floating around like it felt very like oh these are who these characters are and these are who we know we know them to be yeah yeah exactly yeah. um like you're saying like i find i i feel like the the other characters they kind of got like like an ending because um well at least mostly for uh paperboy and and earn they yeah. they they got to have like you know you in the first season you saw where they started from um uh, all the way until we get to where we are right now mm -hmm. where they're like completely different people basically like, yeah than they were in like the first season and I guess you could say uh, Van as well a little bit. And like you said, Darius has kind of remained the same throughout. So yeah. it's like, um, because I feel like the other ones, uh, maybe not Van, but like they had, they, they had like a goal they were, get, they were trying to go towards, but we, yeah. ne we never really knew that from, from Darius. Yeah. Yeah. So like, um, I feel like Darius got like his, his payoff of like what his character was we got to see like more about who he was like i was just gonna say yeah the, yeah. the scene he goes um he, he, he yeah he goes to visit his his brother and i really like how they they tied in like things that he or we thought he was doing into like oh no was that a dream because he was in the tank right or not so it's just kind of weird it's like this episode was basically just like inside Darius's mind like it was just about like like who he is as a person I think like we kind of like thought we knew who he was but now we actually know oh this is this makes more sense like yeah you know I mean? like this is kind of like um how Darius like experiences life all the time when we're just like oh he's just like a funny side character you know what I mean right. like yeah but like this is not this is kind of how it is because like at the end where of the episode when they're like um when they're all back in the house just chilling when mm -hmm. Darius you know picks them up from the restaurant mm -hmm. and they're back at the house chilling and uh the the judge Judy thing we'll, we'll get into that <laughs> we'll get into like, that yeah, that'll we'll be get into it. that but yeah, yeah we'll like I just it. feel like yeah the episode <laughs> it got like it got it gave us the chance to see who Darius was as a person what goes on in his head what he thinks about like what he dreams about yeah, I had no idea that his brother had died. Yeah, yeah. and I think that's interesting. I don't interesting. think they've ever mentioned. They've him never mentioned brother, it. Like, and you know, I was I went back and forth on whether I liked that. I was like, do I like that? This is the first time that we feel like we're really getting to know Darius on a deeper level. I feel like again, I because now I I feel like especially after seeing the finale, I feel like I better understand what Darius's role in this show was. Um, and so in that way, I'm like, okay, I'm not mad, but like, it would have been cool to get to know Darius in this way and maybe even dive deeper into who he was like earlier in the show. I was, I was on the fence about that. I'm curious mm. to hear, did you, did you feel kind of like, Hey, why are we just learning this? Or, or were you cool with it? I was cool with it only because of how they've written Darius. Right. Like up until that point. So I remember watching season one, I always was like, oh, Darius is, and he's always been my favorite character in the show. So right. like, he was just my favorite character just because of how, how different he was 
from everyone else on the show. You know exactly, what I mean? yeah. And then he's like, he's funny, but it's not like he's the like like comic relief character yes. or anything like that. Like, cause like you see him there just you know being Darius on mm. like an episode where we're seeing like like Al do something or an episode where we're seeing Ern do something, mm-hmm. and then Darius is just kind of he's like in the kitchen cooking or something. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, yeah, I'm about to put my foot up in this. Yeah. And then they walk away and then he actually like puts his foot in ah! the food. Like, but then like you always get like every season you get like an episode where it's just Darius like doing mm-hmm. something like in season. I think it's season two, the Teddy Perkins one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like those kinds of like, you know, those kinds of episodes. Yeah. yeah. So like, I don't know, just because just because of how he's been throughout the season, I thought it was cool because. I never expected anything from his character in terms right. of like a crazy thing that changes the plot or something mm-hmm. or like him like being like the guy who like his whole story needs to be finished and shown. Mm-hmm. Like I never really considered him like that just because of how different he was than the other characters. Right. Like he never really had like a goal. Right. He, he was just kind of chilling, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So like when they showed like him visiting his brother and stuff like i thought that was cool because first of all we don't know how long ago like his brother died exactly you know what i mean so like it could have happened way before all that season one shit happened like that's the vibe that i got yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. so like it's cool that like they didn't like kind of just force us to like see that that's a good point for no reason like you know what i mean like now the the reason was to finish his character arc so i i I felt i felt like it was cool that's a good point that's a really good point um yeah because i thought that that's interesting right like mm. when do you i also think that there's that feels like real life you know i think yeah. most of the times like you don't know what people are going through and sometimes you find them out like at random times so i appreciated that element of reality yeah. um and, and it's cool also yeah, sorry to interrupt no, it's please, cool also because like you know those like like that thing that movies do where like they'll be they'll say something that no one would ever say in real life just to let yes. you know something about a character mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. like they'll be like oh like your sister James, your sister Jane called, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then it's like, no one would say, they would just say your sister, you know what I mean? Like, right. It's like, it's like that. Like they never let us know that just so we can know more about him. Yeah. They he waited till there was a reason. probably wouldn't have brought it up in his everyday life and this show was yeah. following their and everyday like, life. Exactly. I'm sure his friends already know. Yeah, of course. So, yeah. You know what I mean? So maybe they could have like mentioned it like one day he's like sad or something and then, <laughs> right. you know what I mean? But like, right. yeah, like I, I thought it was, Cause like what else would they have done with him? You know what I mean? Cause he no, had yeah, he had facts. he had no goals that he was trying to get. To. Yeah, he they needed yeah. to give him some kind of depth, and I think yeah. you know this episode was the was the right vehicle in which to reveal that. I think um, yeah, thinking about like what this episode means as an overarching message for the show. More on that later. Yeah, I think it's it's super interesting. I think that um, Darius's character provides a relief, and I feel like also in this episode. He, it provides relief. There's something about Darius that I really appreciate. I feel like Darius, I feel like nothing bad can ever happen to Darius. I feel like Darius right. is so go with the flow that as a viewer, it's really satisfying watching him because you don't, I mean, maybe this is because we don't know him and we don't know what his goals are, but everything feels very low stakes with Darius. Like, no matter what kind of jam he gets himself into, I'm never like, oh no, like what's going to happen to Darius? Like it's always, I, I don't know. And maybe it's because of the, his character, the way he's been written, the way the show has been set up, and especially in this episode, like as he's going, so we'll talk about this more with the writing, but as he's going like in and out of these like separate, like deprivation tanks, I'm never like worried for him, right? Like I'm just always like, oh, it's just some Darius shit. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think in a show where 
your main character is hustling so hard and like you know what i mean like they like there's just there's so much hustle and hardship that's a part of the show even though it's so funny it's so light it's so like witty and silly and fun but there's a lot of heaviness to the show like you know what i mean and a lot of heaviness with the characters right like we've just seen all of them go through shit and so there's something nice about having a character that provides relief maybe not comedic but he does provide some kind of relief because there's something that makes the viewer feel like oh like darius is gonna be fine whether darius is dreaming whether it's in the tank or not everything's gonna be fine because like it's chill like it's darius you know what i mean there's something really uh satisfying about that as a viewer yeah yeah most of yeah. like yeah like i said yeah. I, I just thought it was really cool that we got to see more of who he was you know mm -hmm. yeah yeah it felt like a great send-off so mm -hmm. let's switch to the next the next pillar of the show the next category i feel like it feels like a natural time to talk about like the writing of it because i feel like you know writing and the characters go hand in hand obviously the writing is what is the vehicle in which we use to, to develop characters so let's mm -hmm. talk about the writing so again on on my nerdy shit did some more research and so this episode actually was not written to be the finale this was just meant to be a random episode um but as they thought more about the way they wanted to end the show and they the way they wanted to um the the what felt right to them as kind of like a send-off they felt like this whole idea and the, and the overarching idea of really um you know questioning reality and like dreams felt really appropriate for atlanta so I'm just um, going to read a quick quote that um, Hiro Murai, who again is the director and the exec co-executive producer, here's what he said about like um, giving the characters the closure that they decided to do. There's obviously an existential dread that's the undercurrent through the whole series, but beat by beat, it feels like the kind of hijinks you see in any episode of the show. It feels very important to for us to do something that's simultaneously a very silly, ridiculous idea and something that actually meant something to us at the same time. So, so yeah, again, this was meant to be like a, a regular episode, but there's there's something that's really poignant about like it being, you know, this this dream reality mix up that feels very much what Atlanta has really always been like. And I think, you know, with, with the ending, spoiler alerts, spoiler alerts, spoiler alerts, I'm giving you a pause so that you can skip. Yeah, so with the ending, us not really ever knowing if he's dreaming or not, like that that feels very Atlanta. You know what I mean? Like that feels very much like what the show has been about. And I think, um, yeah, like I think what's spectacular about the show is that they've really been able to create a world with every aspect of the show, including the writing. Um, these characters are written so incredibly well in there. Like how you're saying, you, you have none of those, like, you know, writing pitfalls that a lot of us writers, definitely myself included, across, you know, whether you're a journalist or a TV writer, whatever, that you fall into. And with TV, it's those things like, hey, Will, how are you? Like, that kind of stuff. And you, you they never fall into those pitfalls. And they definitely don't in this episode. There are so many... There's so much great writing in this episode, just great nuance. I think even the opening sequence when we see Darius, you know, watching the Popeyes ad, like it's it's so incredible how they're able to capture like reality when they want to in yeah. terms of the writing. And then so incredible when they do the exact opposite because at the same time, juxtaposed to those really like everyday slice of life scenes, we also have like these crazy like dream dream sequences. You know, he's on the Maserati, he's like whip, you know what I mean? Like yeah. they, they also write those things so well that then it really, it really takes you on a ride for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, also one thing I really like about the writing on, on this show and on this episode, you know, the the dialogue you know just yeah. the things that people say um is so good like um so when they're at the the black owned uh s japanese restaurant i guess yeah yeah the the owner of the restaurant when he 
the the there's a scene where they're about to go to Popeyes mm-hmm. and the owner of the restaurant comes out mm-hmm. and he you know stops them and he starts you know asking them questions about mm-hmm. oh well, I I know you guys are going to Popeyes and all that I thought that whole confrontation was some of the best so writing that this show has had it was so, so I completely good. agree like, yeah. yeah. Because again, it, it wasn't played up too much, and it was just it was the right temperament. Like it was yeah. really, and I think every character, like I felt like their responses felt really authentic to them. I felt like this definitely in the writing to me felt like okay, like this is back to OG Atlanta, where it's like your tip, ooh, where it's like your typical hijinks that they always get into. You know what I'm saying? The reactions that you expect, like it felt like a very like typical episode in the writing. Like everyone reacts the way that you ex- like. You know what I mean? Like it felt everyone reacted in a way that felt true to their character. Yeah. It was du- it was written really well because again it wasn't like overdone or anything like that you know but it was intense and weird and like yeah it was it was perfectly done I completely agree yeah 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 and just going back to how um, it was the episode was focused on you know finishing Derek's uh, Darius's story hmm. um, I felt like the the scenes that were Darius was uh, alone versus mm. the scenes at the restaurant with the others was mm. the tone was so different. And yeah. like, I liked how we would be seeing Darius go through something like really crazy. Yeah. Like, even though it's like funny, it's like crazy. Mm-hmm. And then we just switched to these guys in the restaurant. Just mm-hmm. like every single line is like funny. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, so it's just like putting you in like something really deep. Mm-hmm. and then like taking you out of it for a few minutes yeah just to give you something funny real quick and then yes. go back it reminds me of the episode i think it's in yeah yeah okay yeah in season two right the teddy perkins episode mm. with darius so he's at this guy's house he wants to go buy some really classic piano or something so he goes to this guy's house and it's really weird he goes through some crazy shit in the house it's creepy i think mm-hmm. he, he almost gets killed at some point mm. and like during that whole episode, it's like it can it gets super intense, and then it just cuts to. Remember, he was texting uh, uh, Al and yeah, and Ern and them and Tracy. He was texting them, and like when it cuts to them, like he sends them a picture of what the guy looks like. Yeah. it just cuts to them like laughing. Like yeah, so I think like it was like it, it reminded me of that episode where it was like it's giving us like two different things at the yes. same time. Yeah, yeah. With really smooth transitions between yeah. the two, everything feels super organic for sure. Yeah. I want to touch something that you said though. I actually might disagree with you maybe for the first time on the podcast. Hmm. I don't think that this episode was about wrapping up Darius's storyline hmm. to this day. I really, and the more that I thought about this, I actually that don't think that Darius's character has a purpose. I feel like Darius is part of the crew, but to me, the main characters are um, Al and Ern. Like, they are the sole main characters. Like, this is kind of like, I think in a lot of ways, this show can be, you can argue that this show is an ensemble cast with, with the four of them. But I really think this is a story about Ern and Al um, and about, like, their journeys with each other and independently. And then I, I feel like Van and Darius are kind of, like, out. They're supporting cast to me. So I feel like if, I really feel like Darius is meant to be almost, like, um like a motif for this world that they've created so to me i think that it's it's a i thought that this was an episode to like to say goodbye to atlanta the universe because i think even just like having um all of the characters almost have like an equal like even though there's a plot a and a plot b they were very equal like i felt like Mm. we followed darius as much as we followed the other three and so i think this is about like the the bigger picture of it like the kind of like the world the space the time the the friendship group the family that this these people are like it felt very much like 
this was about like these four people who are together and who love each other and this is kind of like like their goodbye like kind of our, our goodbye to them this is like you know they're, they're going off and like living their life so i felt like this was really about the collective and less more about um darius specifically and i think even like the to, to bring it back to the writing the way the writing is um those beats that you're talking about like going from from you know comedic relief to like intensity to action all kind of like you know like kind of just all mashed together um yeah i think i think it's it's paying homage to what this show um is beloved for and what it is at its core right yeah yeah no yeah no that makes sense like, you know what i mean yeah i see how you can say that because like like yeah like it was it was definitely like you know not as like the, the teddy perkins episode like yeah it was, it was like definitely more of an equal footing like but i know what you i get what you mean yeah. though yeah. yeah yeah i just i just like that um because you know okay in the, in this in season four they um we had an episode where al kind of got like you know something that he had to like overcome type mm-hmm. type of deal i don't know if did earn really i guess for earn it was the stuff with van right in this season because like i don't see what else he had to like i think do. it was um the california job and then him finally expressing to van like how he felt like i think those were his loose ties his loose ties was kind of like okay what's next for him and then the other loose tie was like his relationship with van because obviously these guys must love each other because we've seen like what feels like 50 years of will they won't they that frustrated me a little bit i was like what Mm -hmm. they were they lived in the limbo for so long and i think that that was purposely done to make audiences like myself uncomfortable because you know obviously american culture is very much like define the relationship right and so i think they purposefully elongated their their middle ground for a while but i think that was like the last loop yeah 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 Yeah. and actually hero mariah had actually said that they didn't treat this like a traditional finale they think of the last four episodes as the finale because right like what you're saying every character has their moment to like close it out like you know, Ern has his moment where, you know, he tells Van how he feels. That's his closeout. Al has his, like, you know, his farm story. Yeah, the episode where he was... That I was think, his closeout. I think out. he kind of had two of them, actually. Interesting. Yeah, the the crank dad killer. Yeah. Yeah, and then the the one with the hogs or whatever. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 yeah, the farm yeah, one, yeah. yeah. The farm I house. felt like crank dad killer was, like... Um, I thought that was his, like, almost, like, our... What episode of the season was that? Like six or something earlier? Like something like that. Because I felt like that was um, us early. being introduced to what Al's struggle will be this season. Yeah. So I feel he's like, like worried, he's like worried about his life. Yeah, he's know? worried about his life. Like we're, we're seeing like that's his central conflict yeah. where Ern's is like, how do I level up and all that stuff? I feel like Al's is like, how do I survive this world and yeah. continue to be successful? Yeah. That feels like that was like what was yeah. explored for him. And yeah, that's that's interesting because in the this the finale, mm. um the DeMarcus guy, the guy who owns the the sushi restaurant. Yeah. He told him, he said, he wouldn't remember, like, so at the end, the, the waiter brings out this uh, blowfish thing. <laughs> and yeah. it's like, you have to cut it a certain way because the blowfish is poisonous. So you have yeah. to cut it a certain way so you don't, like, get the poison in, That's like a thing. in the food. It's a real thing. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, so, hey, man. If I'm at a restaurant... Would you eat it? Yo, the... <laughs> The chef better be from Japan, bro. That's all no, I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah. like, come on, man. Yeah. So like, at uh, when the, they brought that out, they wanted to all leave. So uh, Al gets up to leave, and then mm-hmm. Demarcus, the owner, comes out and like starts talking to him. And like, 
literally what you're saying like his struggle it shows you what his struggle this season is going to be it's yeah. like survival and like like he's worried about his life and mm-hmm. he's like kind of seems like he's kind of alone in that you know what i mean mm. and so demarcus tells him he says something to him he's like yeah like um he tells him like yeah this is how they prepare it in japan because they're complaining they're like yo why is the sushi warm like right. why why is he making the sushi with his bare hands and he's like yo this is actually how they do it like in japan for real like how come when they do it it's fine but if a black person does it it's not fine and then he's like yo like um you've been told your whole life that you should never trust anyone only yourself and then he says that like like directly to al and like i just thought that was like like literally what you mm-hmm. said that's like what his whole thing this season was yeah. and, like that's why like the crank that killer episode like um and the episode when, when he's on the farm i think that was like it really like closed out like yeah you know what i mean because like now once he knows how to protect himself he's more you know what i mean like we know yeah. like yeah and and yeah and him having the confidence that he can survive and yeah, that he yeah, can yeah. protect himself right like yeah. i think yeah i think most powerfully in the farm episode he's there by himself he's confronted with this literal beast and and he survived like mm. you know what i mean like he is strong physically mentally all of that good stuff and we've really seen him like own that and acquire that throughout the show for sure yeah, yeah. and like and yeah and that's what i just think um mm. even though even if the episode wasn't intended to be that i feel like it really it really did that for darius because just because of um not that he had a purpose in the show i don't mm. i don't think he had a real purpose in the show but like it just showed that what he maybe what he had to overcome you know what i'm saying like I think he had to overcome like dealing with his own like mind and stuff like not yeah you know what i mean because yeah. like um it was the, the things that he was going through was kind of presented as nightmares and you know like mm. i it just gave us like a bigger like look into who he is because you know okay so yeah. um the first nightmare he has he he's in the car so you remember he's walking down the street and he sees this girl he used to know she drives up yeah. on the street next to him and then he she's like nah nah get in give me a ride <laughs> so you know she's like oh like you used to be wild you used to be wild and he's like nah like those days are behind me you know mm-hmm. what i mean like it just gives you more idea like oh like he used to actually be that guy and then yeah and then this girl is like crazy like they get stopped by the police all that shit she does she's like crazy gets him into some crazy shit and it's like I don't know, like that being something that someone who he he used to know in his past and then it just came up like that. I don't know. I just I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I think it it feels like like everything felt so Atlanta in this episode. I think, you know, Darius's experience, I think I and I really I do think um, like just going back to to my strong belief that Darius is meant to be like the gatekeeper of this world and he's kind of like the mascot of the world like i feel like this episode to me like it just it touched on everything atlanta has been doing for the last four seasons mm. the question that you meant that you mentioned where the sushi guy was like why wouldn't you trust it from from someone from like you like from someone who's black i think that's a, a central question that atlanta's been trying to answer the mm. entire show yeah. right like i think this question of like you know atlanta has done a really great job of celebrating black people and black culture um it's also done a wonderful job of like you know criticizing black culture in a way where it's necessary and and um and yeah like you know just highlighting what's also wrong within the community and so i think that's 
Atlanta itself has also grappled with, okay, how do you portray the community in a way that's uplifting, but also is critical and honest and like real and authentic. And so that to me, um, it feels like also like has more of like a metaphorical, you know, question for Atlanta viewers, for people who made Atlanta, that feels like a, a big part of what they have tackled throughout the show's tenure as well. You know what I mean? And I think again, like going back to all the elements that we said in the writing as well, like it just, it felt very like, Atlanta do you know what I mean yeah, you know yeah. and and that's because like Darius is Atlanta in a lot of ways like mm. he he is the, like this show in a lot of ways of course not just by himself but he does hold a lot of those um characteristics that that match this this world that we're in yeah yeah also I gotta say I love an open-ended ending like I just think that's a great writing yeah. I love that we never figure I, out I like the ending a lot yeah spoiler yeah. alerts but you should know because we said ending um but yeah i um i love that we never figure out whether he's dreaming or not i think that's perfect you know what's crazy about that yeah yeah like that's perfect and i know they were thinking of uh or maybe not since we they they you said they never actually wrote it to be the finale yeah yeah but then after when they were figuring out what the finale should be they saw this and they're like oh it's this is the episode yeah so that whole thing when you don't know so um uh the whole judge judy thing Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, I've been waiting to talk about that. I yeah, love that. Yeah, yeah. The fact that Judge Judy was a totem for him, for him, like Crazy. you know, like how we when we were talking about like in the patient when he had the thing that he was scratched on yeah, the side of the yeah, bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what Judge Judy is for him, which is hilarious. Yeah, and it's it's like um, in Inception. Yeah. The, what's it called? The the thing that the, spins. The dreidel was it a dreidel or what was it? I don't know what it's called. It's just like I forget. It's like those spinning things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I think it's a dreidel. Yeah. I'm not confident on that. Yeah, yeah. hilarious so, totem. Yeah. So ending on like that cliffhanger of like, oh, like, is he dreaming or not? And we don't really get to you know see it. Yeah, we don't. Like, I think that was like a nice nod to the movie Inception. Like, yeah, it was. I I like those kinds of endings because it's like you can you can decide how what you think you want it to be. Like, yeah, yeah, like that. and that's what art should be at its core, is yeah. it not? Yeah. You know, <laughs> art makes art makes people think about things, right? And everyone has different interpretations, and that's what the greatest kinds of art does. It makes people think, and and with having an ending like this, you only open up people to be like, okay, like was he dreaming? Was he not? Was it this? Was it that? Like you know what I mean? I yeah. thought that was that was really really great, and um, let's. Just Let's go back to Judge Judy for a hot second. Yeah, let's do that. I, <laughs> I, I loved this. And again, I think if we're going back to like this episode being Atlanta, what Atlanta does best, I think Atlanta is, is so great at taking something in popular culture and black popular culture and paradizing it. So this whole thing of thick Judge Judy is a real thing. Yeah. Like it was a meme that was up. I, for, I don't know the time. I forget when. A little while ago, whatever. Um, yeah, so that was like a thing. And so for, for that to be again, like his totem for whether he's like dreaming or not, like how he knows whether he's dreaming or not. Hilarious. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. 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 So it's like every time if he's, when he's in the sensory deprivation time (laughs) and he's dreaming, if he, if he sees a TV in his dream and he's judge Judy is on, Mm -hmm. if judge Judy's thick, then he, uh, he knows he's he's dreaming. dreaming. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and you know the part when he explained that? Mm-hmm. Um, we to had Cree Summer. Yeah, Cree Summer. Nice little cameo from Cree Summer. A black icon. Yeah. Again, something that lands is great. Great cameos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're always very subtle. Like always. You like they don't hype it up or anything. Like like, Cat Williams. Like <laughs> yo, Cat Williams is he's like he's the best. He's the best. <laughs> he's the best man. one they've ever had. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, 
um i was hoping that he would pop up in this episode but it's okay we saw him recently like a yeah few but he was ago. just there for like a second that's know? all i want yeah. you know what? on the phone just like shit talking with the family is the best so that's all, everything you yeah. know what i mean yeah it's so great sorry continue babe yeah no so the the thick judge the thick judge judy thing um mm-hmm. i like how we they you know told us about that and then at the end we didn't you know we didn't really know how it ended and like I think that's really cool. That's really, really good writing. And it's great writing. I don't know if the, when they realized they should use that as the finale, if they changed a few things at the end to make it feel more final. But it felt like this. I don't think they did. Hmm, that's crazy. Like yeah. I don't know. Like I don't know about you, but like I felt like like this was a really good finale. Like yeah, yeah. Do you want to know why I think it's a great finale? Because hmm. it's not meant to be a finale. Right. I love this idea of like you know, if TV is meant to. Um, capture real life whenever you you like people move on right like life doesn't end for people just because you exit out of their lives like and that it should be the same thing i think for tv right like we're gonna Mm. those characters are going to go live on other lives and we and like that's not how life is right like it's not like it's like okay like Mm. bye guy like it's it's not like that right like you have those moments in life but that's not what life is like i love this idea of like allowing characters to have a life beyond the show right like they will like these characters will go on they will live lives they will have babies or not you know become successful or not like all these things and i love i love when that is interjected into television because to me that feels like i think well first of all i think it's a great ending i think in general it feels really satisfying as a viewer i think yeah um but i just think that's really like that's like life i think that's a really great message for life like things move on and and grow and you know what i mean we might we might not see these guys every week but they will go on and, and there's something when you've followed characters for a period of time there's something really satisfying about that of like they will you know, we don't need to see Earn and Van in L.A. Like, we don't, right? Like, we don't need to see people yeah. with the Grammys. We don't, right? We just want to assume that they reach all of those potentials and they have a beautiful, wonderful lives, and that's what we want as viewers, which is why it's great writing. Yeah. 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 I definitely agree with that. All right, let's go to another topic. Let's talk about the music. Honestly, not a whole lot to say on this particular topic because, you know, Atlanta obviously has been known for putting on tons of uh, great artists, black or otherwise, but most of, a lot of them black. And, you know, Atlanta always has a really cool vibe. Obviously, Donald Glover is in the music industry, so and he has an incredible ear for music. And so, yeah, I, I have often felt like the music really does a great job of, like, setting the tone, setting the scene. There's some standout songs that I want to talk about that um, popped up in the episode. Um, Through the Fire by Chaka Khan, the original, you know, the one that uh, Ye sampled. Yeah. Yeah. That um, was playing when Darius um, entered the pharmacy. I just love that song. and I love um, the, the, the nod to Chaka Khan and to that era of black music. It felt, yeah, like it just it felt black and dope. Do you know what I mean? Right. Um, I like Chaka Khan. I love Chaka Khan. You know what yeah. I mean? fun you know what i mean also like i think i think it's a good precursor for and foreshadowing to to darius he's gonna be through some things he's gonna go through some things you know what i mean he's going to um yeah have his own kind of journey as a character okay so then when al and Ern are entering the sushi restaurant um they play who you who you fooling by gunna i thought that was funny (laughs) because like obviously like the restaurant like like who you fooling that yeah. food was tripping. Like, that food was wrong. That's a good song, Tris. You know like, what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Sets the vibe. Also, like, you know, has some parallels to what's about to happen. Because, like, yeah. they're about to be fooled as hell. Because this was such a crazy restaurant. And then um, they play Dream of a Lifetime, Marvin Gaye. And that's when um, Anne 
and that's when um Ern, Van, and Al, they all have weirdly similar like names, like lots of the same vowel sounds, so they're all actually really hard to say. Um, that's when they're trying to leave the sushi restaurant. And again, I think that's just like again a nice nod to black culture and again just like sets like the vibe. And I love when they um they pair um like more relaxed chill music to chaos i love that in television when yeah. it's like shit's going down but then they're playing like classical music or they're yeah, playing yeah, like yeah. chill vibes i love that juxtaposition it's it's really like it makes me like ooh, like <laughs> gives me goosebumps <laughs> yeah i i really like um the music that i hear on this show it's great yeah. right like it's just it's good it's, it's current really cool. yeah, yeah. you know you hear the song the right songs that you want to hear yeah. all these they had to play crank that and crank that killer like you know what i mean they just it just it's right like it's just it's the right choice it's all hits really no misses yeah i i, I just also because of you know just what uh, the main characters do mm -hmm. I, I just really like um this shows the the relationship with music yeah like, yeah it's um one thing that really stood out to me, we could talk about this episode one day, but like the episode in it's in season four and it's in yeah, it's in four. And it's Al he's he's like uh sad because there's some uh rapper he really likes that yeah. died. Remember that? Yeah. And then he goes yeah. on like some scavenger hunting. Yeah. yeah. Um I really like that like the they made actual music for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The um, the guy's voice is Earl Sweatshirt. Oh, yeah, cool. of the rapper in, yeah. in, in the show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I just, I really like how they use music. Yeah. 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 And I think that there's honestly nothing too special in this particular episode, exactly, music yeah, wise. Yeah. Again, like just, just those four songs. It's, it's just like, it's, the, it's always the right vibe. Like, always the right vibe. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to cinematography. There are so many beautiful shots in this episode. Um, let me chat about a few of my favorites. Again, I really love the opening sequence. I think, um, I believe the camera first has a, um, a tight shot on Lakeith Stanfield, who plays Darius. Um, mm -hmm. And then it, and then it pans over, I think, to um, to Ern and then to Al. Um, I'm not sure if I'm using the right terminology. Please feel free to educate us. Um, those are just the few things that I know. Um, and yeah, I just thought it was a really cool shot, a really creative way of showing, like, you know, where they are, like, what's happening. I just, I thought it was, sim like, not simple, but I thought it was um, a creative way of, of showing that perspective, you know, of, yeah. like, already kind of setting the scene of, like, you know, like, um, Darius is lying down. He's, like, you know, he's already kind of, like, almost, it looks like he's almost in a tank a little bit. Like, the way that they, they cross over the, ch the, the sofas and the chairs, it almost looks like he's mm. en enclosed, yeah. which I thought was a really cool foreshadowing moment which i really only caught when i watched it again um of him kind of being in his own world this episode right yeah. like he's immediately distanced from um Ern and al so we know okay like darius is doing his own thing and these guys are doing their other thing you know what i mean yeah 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 I thought that was a really interesting shot right yeah yeah um i i love the cinematography for this show yeah um for me that's one of my favorite things when i'm actually watching something and it really pays off on this show yeah um yeah so like you were saying like mm -hmm. the some of the scenes where he's in the tank okay so i i love the scenes where um he he's you just see darius going about his day something crazy is happening and then he wakes up and he's in the tank yeah like the transition the tank shots are gorgeous yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah the yeah. transitions the are, transitions are crazy because it's like a lot going on and then he just wakes up mm -hmm. in a really dark place yeah and then the one nightmare he has it's like this this episode is li really like Inception. So you know, like yeah. he's like in a dream, and then he's inside a dream in the mm -hmm. dream. Yeah, and then he the the guy comes out like I don't I think it's the third time the guy comes out or the yeah. second time. Yeah, yeah. And then he like realizes he's dreaming, 
like while the guy is talking to him mm-hmm. it's like so weird like the way they he's like remember he's like yeah uh you need a minute oh some, yeah or something yeah, like yeah, that yeah, like, yeah. yeah then he's like what and then he just it's like it just goes crazy if you've Watch the episode like that part's crazy. I, I no, like it's that crazy. Part. I had to run it back a few times <laughs> just to see it again. <laughs> I like it because like they get you every time, and it's yeah, because yeah, it's something yeah. different. It's either like a small nuance like that where it's like people start saying weird something words, something weird, weird like, happening, and it's weird, like, wait, yeah. what? Like when they keep saying tea room. Yeah, right, yeah. right, right. Then yeah. there's like the big stuff, like the catastrophic, like he's like about to be like hurt or whatever. Then he gets back into the dream. I love that. I loved that. And those, yeah, the, it was really it like got me every time. I was like, oh yeah. my god. Like okay, it's a dream. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I loved it. I loved it. I also thought the um the final shot was really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, of mm-hmm. him. Then it pans over to the camera. Yeah. I mean to the to the TV. Yeah. So again, showing us that we'll never see, figure out if we'll never see thick Judge Judy. Yeah. We'll never see Judge Judy at all. We'll, we'll never figure it out. That was really clever. Yeah, and like I like how um so we we see the the same Judge Judy clip like a few times. Yeah. During the episode, and so the like you always see it. She like gets up and then she walks off the th- mm-hmm. whatever it's called yeah podium or whatever <laughs> and then you just you see like it's thick jug judy mm-hmm. so in this one like she stands up and then it cuts to darius's mm-hmm. face as she that's stands up that's what it is my yeah, bad it yeah, was the yeah, opposite yeah, yeah. it started with the tv then it went to darius yeah cuts yes. to his face and then he just like smiles and then it ends like yeah yeah I, it's so good yeah so it's you don't so actually good. know if it was thick judge judy or if it was just normal judge judy like, yeah yeah Another shot that I thought was really beautiful was um, when they're eating Popeyes at Al's apartment. Yeah. I don't know the way that it's lit and the way that it's shot. Almost, um, I believe, yeah, we just get like it's nothing crazy, right? It's like just like an, an angle shot, of, like the foursome kind of like in a what's this called? In a, like an angle, some some some. Um, yeah, yeah. The, so it just it felt intimate. It felt warm, and I think I don't know the 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 scene beforehand. You know, they're in the Maserati. And they're, um, they have their Popeyes. They're so happy because, like, somehow Darius was able to get Popeyes for them, which is what they really wanted. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just, I realized we, we haven't seen them all together having fun in a really long time. Yeah. Like, seasons ago. Like, yeah. it was all them, like, laughing. And honestly, I can't even think of another mem- time that we have that, that we've seen that. Mm. You know, like, Van, like, all of them just, like, really happy and, like, having a good time and it's, just being It's friends. rare for it to happen. It's rare. With Van there also. It is rare to happen yeah. with it being Van there. Yeah. yeah, Van and Darius, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was, a, but um, specifically when they're eating Popeyes, I thought it was a really nice, intimate shot, and I think that it was a nice follow-up to like the um, the highs of the Maserati moment. Um, I think to bring it down and yeah. to bring it into an intimate space, it felt like a good nod of like, "Hey, we're almost done. We're wrapping up. Yeah, we're wrapping up the show." <laughs> yeah, I just, I just thought it was really, I thought it, was, <laughs> I thought it was nice. Um, and um, yeah, I thought it was poignant and warm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I like. Nice, right? I yeah. I really liked. Um, like I said, the last few scenes. Like I like when. Um, right before that last scene we're talking about with the, with uh, Darius watching Judge Judy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like how they're all you know like they're all eating their food and then um they're like yeah like, uh, where'd you get that car anyways and then he says he stole it. Mm-hmm. And then they're like okay, whatever. And then he's right. like, he's like yo you're not dreaming like this is like for real. And then he's like, yeah, maybe you're just you're all just in my dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when they they're like, OK, and then they go outside to smoke. I just mm-hmm. like when he he just like looks back at them and then you're looking through the thing. And yeah, that's you, really you know, great. Yeah. And they're all there laughing and stuff. Them, t- them talking. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. why I really felt like this episode was an homage to the group. Like it mm. felt very much like 
these guys love each other. Like they might, you know, they, they might, they have their own stuff. They have their own loves, their own passions. But this is where I, I very much felt like, oh, this is like the squad. Like this is like, it was such a nice moment. And I love that it wasn't overdone. It was a regular ass day. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, and yeah, I think that's just the most successful way to say goodbye to a group of people. You know, just seeing them love each other and right. to, yeah, 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 show that love. Yeah. Um, I, I thought it was a, um, a really nice scene. Like, yeah. Yeah. Really nice. And um, I think a beautiful way to agree with you there, a beautiful mm -hmm. way to show their affection for each other. I thought that was really sweet and small, yeah. but meant a lot. And it's also cool, like, after all, the, all all those years and then all the things they went through, they're actually all still together, you know? Yeah. We've had Ern and Van beefing. We had Ern and Al beefing. Everyone's beefed. You know, Darius and Al beefing. For an unknown and reason. And it's cool that, like, after all this, they're still all just together. You yeah. Know? It very much felt like we're not friends, we're family vibe. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I thought it was really beautiful. Shall we move on to our the overarching message of the episode? Yeah, Okay. Um. So, yeah, so obviously we're grappling with what's real, what's not, and mm. um, the nature of reality, which, again, I think is a really great send-off for this show that – operates almost exclusively in this like semi dream state where the unrealistic happens where like they're living in some sort of like you know like otherworldly version of life on earth and um yeah it felt it felt like the appropriate um message to grapple with for the show because that's what that's the universe that we've been in yeah 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 for sure yeah most of yeah um yeah, so just going back, um, so one of the executive producers, um, Stefan, is it Stefan or Stephen? I think it's Stephen. With a PH? I it's probably it's Stephen, Stephen, right? Yeah. Stephen Glover um, said that. That's his um, brother, right? Yeah, it's his brother. So this is what he had said about what the last scene um, was meant to mean. And um, I think it's a really great description of what this episode as a whole meant to mean. Okay. Mm. Whether it's real or fake, it all feels real to you anyway. And I think that's just the idea that we walked away with. This idea of having your friends together and having a good time and eating Popeyes and laughing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think it's, it's, it's really about, like, what you feel versus what is real. Like, if something yeah, feels yeah. real to you, that's what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 And I think it was also this idea of the, of the show um, – always kind of like paradising real life and rewriting history um that felt like that made sense right like i think the show has taken creative license on you know just like d displaying blackness and i think that that's been a really like we've we've bought into that that per um that presentation you know yeah 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 okay no that's so cool like just, yeah yeah hearing that like it really did feel like that. Right. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's real for us. It's real for them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I think, you know, we, w us as viewers made this show real, made it a thing. This show was always a sleeper. It was not meant to be the hit that it was. Right? Um, but we made it real. I, ho I thought yeah. that was a nice... It's almost like it's a love letter to us. And yeah, I think yeah. by giving us everything that everything we love the about show, the show, yeah, 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 it's yeah. saying... Th it's, it's like they're saying thank you to us. Mm, yeah. Yeah. You're right. They really did, like, every element of the show was there in that episode. Yeah, yeah everything. Yeah, yeah. Everything you love with an Atlanta Sometimes, episode. a lot of the, most of the time, you only get one of the elements in one episode. Exactly. You know I mean? This one is one of those that it's had all of, it. all of them. Yeah. There. It's really cool. Like, um, one thing I, I like about this show, I really like about this show, and um, we saw that in this episode for sure, is that 
they are, they always have like you know the commentary on uh, being black in America. Mm-hmm. You know they always they, they have a lot of episodes that like deal with that a lot. Yeah, and the thing that I've always liked about Atlanta is it keeps it like it keeps it it tells you what the message they're trying to tell you is there's always like a way that you really, really get that message. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, they ridicule that message at the same time. So like they'll, they'll make the, at the end they'll be like, the episode will be like about like, Oh, like something that has to do with like, you know, black people in America or being black. And then at the end of the episode, they'll kind of be like, yeah, but it's, it's like, it's whatever, you know what I mean? It's, right. it's still funny, you know what I mean? Like, we can still make a joke out of it. So in this episode, I I liked how they they did that. Um, the whole scene I was talking about with uh, DeMarcus, the owner of the sushi restaurant, and when he's lecturing them about, you know, being black and being a sushi mm-hmm. restaurant owner as a black person and all that, he's lecturing them. Mm-hmm. And at the end, you know, Darius bursts in, having stolen the pink Maserati, mm-hmm. gets them all, they drive out, and then they get the Popeyes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So after all that lecturing and telling you, oh, like, like this is, and this and this is wrong, like, they still, they still do what they wanted to do. So they still, like, participate in the ignorance that they were talking about. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, so I, I, I just find that it makes it realistic. You know what I mean? Cause exactly. like you can, you know, you know, like that just makes it realistic. Like you can be all for whatever cause, but sometimes like you just want to do what you want to do. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. And I, I thought that was so cool. Like they always, yeah. they always like hit you with some deep shit and then they're like, but it's not that serious. At it's the end not of the that day. serious. Like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. love and that. And that's what that. makes a message meaningful to me. I think yeah. everything that they have tried to say is more meaningful because it's not that serious. Like yeah. It's just not that serious. And I think um, having grown up in America myself and being very influenced by American culture, I think it's a culture where we're taught to take things very seriously. Mm-hmm. In a lot of ways, I'm a very serious person because you know the spaces I was in taught me to be. So I always think like just that reminder is so necessary, I think, for, for almost everybody. But I think it's especially important for Americans who... You know, and especially black Americans who like the reality of being being black in America can be so serious. Yeah. You know what I mean? And this show definitely tackled that. But also like it can also not be that serious. At the end of the day, it can just be Popeyes and your friends laughing. Like it can also be that, but mm. it can also be more serious things. So when we're when we're thinking about like, yeah, just like the representation, it's. I think it did a really great job of capturing the dichotomy of being black. And I think that can extend to whether you're, you know, if you're black in Kenya, if you're black anywhere in the world, like there's always, it's always this, this, um, it's, you're always getting two handfuls of something very different. You know, you have the beautiful sides of our culture that are fun and exuberant and playful and colorful and all of that, which I think is such a part of being black across the diaspora. And you also get the struggle and the oppression, even here, we're majority black, but obviously the shackles of colonialism and its effects still are still something that this country is grappling with not to get political about it but Mm. those that's those are the two hands that you're dealt with being black and so i think what has made atlanta so special in this episode and in this show uh, in the entirety of it is that it has always taken both of those handfuls and squeezed them perfectly to make a perfect cocktail do you like that metaphor you like that visual you know and just the perfect blend you know not too sour not too sweet you know what i'm saying yeah yeah. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. Yeah. Um, 
it it just always gives you two sides always of, of what it of what they're talking about yeah yeah i think that's that makes it interesting because at the end of the day the show is not that serious of a show but there's so many um things you can take away from it and actually learn about you know what i mean yeah. yeah. But in the day it's just a funny show. Like it's just a funny yeah. show. <laughs> it's just life at the yeah. end of the day, you know what I'm saying? It's um it's a beautiful message to um blackness and to the reality of being black, especially in America, but definitely applicable around the world for sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys, that's all we have for you today. Cheers to our first um rewind down episode. Join us for more. Have a great week. Cheers, guys. Hmm. That was good. <laughs>